0: This is a talk comics to me again. I mean, you're not watching this one after the other, but we're recording. We're right recording after it. Each yeah, other. it is eight thirty. Uh, so yeah, we are just doing a quick little recap of some books from. Oops, that's a calculator. Uh, the week of the twelfth. Yeah. Um, we just kind of picked out some of our favorites so we could quickly go over it and just. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Awesome. So I'm Champ. Heather. And let's go. We're going to talk. So this is Buffy, The Last Vampire Slayer. This is issue number two. And this book is surprisingly good, which is why I wanted to talk about it, because I know I always talk about the Buffy main series and how much I fucking hate it. Um, but I always really have enjoyed a lot of these like st- side stories or one-offs, and this is probably one of the better ones that have come out. Um, I really love the art. I love the way the story is told quite a bit mm-hmm. and like how they're intertwining old characters. Um, I, I also I'm gonna like I love Tara. Tara's one of my absolutely favorite characters to so to see her here and thriving. Alive. Alive. Yeah. That made me feel really great. I think that might have been one of my favorite parts of this, but I just really do think it's interesting, like, what they're doing with, like, the Watchers and Buffy and the daughter of Willow and Tara.
1: I also love that. My favorite part about this is how it's a grown ass Buffy and she still talks like 90s Buffy. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love it that. It feels real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say it's the Buffy that I grew up with, whereas like the one in the standal or the the Buffy main, series, main yeah, series. the main series, it doesn't feel like Buffy, and it is because it's not supposed to be the Buffy that we grew mm-hmm. up with. It's just a, a different Buffy, version yeah. of Buffy. But this one feels like the one that I watched growing up
0: and it's it's just it's It's really good I like it yeah um yeah so I would highly suggest this if you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer Uh, you don't have to I mean even if you don't you're just like I'm curious about Buffy yeah you could just kind of run run right in here I guess you wouldn't have like oh I don't I know who these characters are but I don't know it's good I would suggest this if you've watched the show not
1: read the comics yeah yeah because obviously there is a difference and again it is it's the same characters. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. So much better than the yeah. main
0: title. Don't suggest that. Do Don't suggest do it. this. Yep. So Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer. It is it's going to be 5 issues? I think it 5 is, or 6, yeah. yeah.
1: It's just a cute little limited series.
0: We're curious to see what's going to happen. Same especially with one of our favorite characters in the end. Yeah, it was a cute little surprise. Yeah, it was a cute little surprise. I was not expecting I, Yeah, same. That. I was just like, I flipped the page and I was like, oh, shit. I think,
1: so I also read Angel number one today.
0: That's good um,
1: Which was very interesting, but as like I was telling Champ, I feel like I need to go back and finish the last Angel series, the one that turned into Angel and Spike, mm-hmm. um, because the The relationship between those two in this new angel series felt like it had already been built and i felt like i kind of missed something so i'm gonna have to go back and do that but also i am reading a buffy book right now um, that just came out called in every generation i think it's called i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a new ya uh buffy book that is out and it reminds me a lot of this just because of the the characters how they're being developed within the story so i'm reading a lot of buffy stuff right now (laughs) it's it's all good i'm really enjoying every single buffy thing that i'm reading that's all oh okay i have miss marvel this is issue number two uh beyond the limit this is a five-part series um basically something happens to miss marvel where she ends up in a different dimension or another version of her ends up in Mm -hmm. her world uh, this other version of her is causing chaos wherever she goes. Um, but, yeah, this does have Loki in it, but not in a way that you think. Mm-hmm. It's just a dream that she sees him, and he's just kind of being fucking Loki. God, yeah. I heard it's so good. She, Yeah, no, it's super good. But she finds herself trapped in this weird musical Bali world version of her own world, which is why Loki's there. She thinks that Loki has something to do with it because okay, it's just yeah. something so Weird, absurd. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, it's, there's more to it than that. So I'm, I'm really enjoying this. I, I did not know what to expect going into it because I've never really read much Miss Marvel. I've read two issues before and it was only because it was a Loki thing and mm. I was reading it for a Loki thing that I was doing, but I really enjoy this. Alright, it's That's good to hear. It is so much fun.
0: It, it's well good. Yeah, it's great. I like that. Okay, so we have now We Ride Titans, <laughs> which I've been calling this book all sorts of things, and none of them have been right. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, we ride titans, not we ride trans or we ride trains. May it I see is it? We ride titans. We ride titans. Um oh wait, hold on. Yes, yes, Give yes. me a second. Uh, this is actually, the book is by uh, Trez Dean and then Sebastian Pires, Pires, Pires. Yeah, and then Dee Caniff does the colors. Um, the same colorist who does crossover. Okay. Um, the art and colors were one of my favorite parts of this book. Uh, anyway, so it is about kaiju and mechs. Mech- I think that's why I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't read uh, it. Mechs are keeping the kai- kaiju out of the city. One of the mechs, mechs drivers is kind of going through some shit. And this is about bringing the family together. So it's Fast and Furious. But with mechs. But with mechs and kaiju. And kaiju. Instead, <laughs> instead of car racing. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about it Okay. when I read it. Or after I finished, I guess. But... I, I'm going to add this to my poll file, but, like, look, because, yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, get it. Um, I had I, – I wanted to talk about this book because I had a, a really good time with this book. I had a a better time than I thought I would because I don't like mechs and I don't really like kaiju or, like, care about stories and that, like – Right. Within those fiction worlds. um. But there was something about this I did really like, and I, I can't quite pinpoint it. Like the story is very well told, despite the th- things about it that were like silly overtly right. <laughs> put in. Right. Um. I won't say it because I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but I, I would be prepared from for a little bit of silliness in there um but yeah uh, yes I remember <laughs> I remember now
1: okay so my yes yes yeah yep. and I
0: mean you rem- you said that without even remembering yep. the whole
1: thing yep I <laughs> you just said family and that's always what I think of now with family is like
0: oh Fast and the Furious uh, but yeah I just I thought the story was really well told I felt not necessarily connected to the characters like immediately but I felt like the dynamic and what was going on really quickly um, but yeah, the art is so good. I think that's also a part of it. Like it just draws you in real, like, I didn't, I didn't know if I'd like the art when I first started just with like some things, but it, I, I don't know. There's something about it that really, really fits and touches really well. And I don't know. The colors are also just like really great. So yeah, I just, I enjoyed myself. I think it's definitely worth a pickup.
1: How many issues is it going to be? Do you know?
0: I have no idea. Okay. Um, Stay but, tuned. But I mean, I, with Vault Books right now, too, I'd just say be patient because I know they've been having like periods of time between like issues and stuff right. for the most part. I mean, I felt like this was supposed to come out a few months ago, but I might have been wrong.
1: I vaguely remember reading something about it before, but I couldn't tell you when. Time does
0: not exist to me. Yeah, But yeah, a uh, good pickup. I think it's worth like at least the first issue. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think if you do like mech and kaiju, then... It should be right up your alley. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) Okay. All right, so next we have Department of Truth. This is issue number 15. We couldn't go a week when this came out without talking about it. That'd just be rude. Yeah, no,
1: there was a lot uh, in this issue that it's a lot to read. So the issue itself is an interview with someone within the Department of Truth (laughs) who was kind of branching out doing... Something they're not supposed to. So this issue is transcripts of an interview with that particular person of the things that he was doing and the things that he experienced and what he thinks about those things. So it deals with a couple of things within this issue. There's a lot about the Mothman mm-hmm. um, in here and then a lot about injured cold, which I was just telling champ about that. This uh, is one of injured cold within the ufology World is one of my favorite myths, I guess. One of my favorite things to mm-hmm. read about when I was very, very into UFOs and the sightings and everything that had to do with that—the Blue Book, all of that kind of stuff—that was my favorite thing about it, just because of how eerie it was. So, if you don't know who Ingrid Cold is, Ingrid Cold was um, a humanoid, is how they a lot of people describe him, who was first. Um, witnessed, I guess, in the late sixties in West Virginia. Uh anytime that Injured Cold has been seen, uh it's in a place of a lot of UFO activity. Uh, A lot of people think that Injured Cold had something to do with the the men in black or they think that he uh, was actually like a humanoid himself and he always he's very eerie, he was always smiling a lot. Um he just had a very unreal appearance. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Very much. Um but yeah, the the person within the Department of Truth, I can't remember his name. Crazy, oh. I can remember everything else about this issue except his name. Um,
0: Dalton Hines. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, he's being interviewed about it and he's uh, explaining kind of the weird things that have been happening to him and how it's been affecting Lee as well. Lee yeah, Oswald. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love this issue. I... Was honestly a couple issues ago kind of disappointed because I thought we were going to get more into Ruby Ridge, mm-hmm. but I feel like they made up for it with this one with my boy, Indrid Cold. <laughs> That's all. That's all I wanted to say about it. So,
0: um, What I have to say, I mean, I know one of my favorite things about like books and comics and this book specifically too is like the craft in it is so good. Mm-hmm. Like it's just such a well put together book, and I don't like, I love the way like. That's what I, I texted you about it, asking how like if it was like a lot of words. So yes. it was like good to have you tell me that because Department of Truth tends to be a lot of words, and yes. this is a lot of words. But I love, I really love the like letters. Like I love the way that looks, and even this stuff like on the page is just just really like how this is put together. <laughs> like quite a bit, just like with the files mm-hmm. and like the stuff above it. Yeah, I was pissed. I
1: was pissed when I opened it because it was like one of the last books that I read. Mm. I was exhausted, absolutely exhausted. And when I opened it, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That was when I texted you. I was like,
0: this is a whole ass book right now. Yeah, no, and it is. It is literally a book. And I I don't know, there's like... It never felt like I was yeah. reading too much. Yeah, and that's, like, that's it. It's just, like, it's overwhelming, but it's just, like, once you get into it, you're just, like, you're so enveloped in, like, what's mm-hmm. going on. And it's just, it's such a well-told story. Like, I think the letters do, like, make it feel like it's a real, like, ass document that yeah. you're reading. Which I think is a really cool aspect. Um, The art is by David Romero. Is that who, what it was? Yeah, David Romero. Um. And his art is so good too. Like it fits so well with like Martin Sibbins' work, like work and how like Department looks overall. Yeah, I don't. I know like just every issue of this book is so good. I don't fucking get it. I know. That was- I don't. I don't understand. Like it's. It blows my mind every time and it like almost it doesn't piss me off but i don't think i've ever enjoyed something to like this level like every time i read it
1: yeah and it's weird because it's the fact that it is conspiracy theories and it's told in such a way that like it's boggling but like i was gonna say about the art in this as well is like the fact that it is a different artist than who normally does it but each page is an, is a photograph essentially a, an artist rendition of this event that happened? Like it's it's not a story per se. Mm-hmm. Like in that sense, it's so yeah, it is. Pictures. It's you're opening yeah. a file and it's the photograph of what. That conversation is about, and I it was very interesting to to read it in that way because normally we're getting panels mm-hmm. we're getting like the story as it's being told rather than the story as it
0: was told with the photographs yeah. As evidence like yeah no, that's why I really like yeah. this issue like that's why I'm saying just like the craft of it yeah, so good. it's so good and it's just like that team had to come together and like make it and like to like uh, uh. brilliant just like fucking so good it's yeah. It's, pisses me off it does it makes it me makes so me mad sad. i'm gonna throw this comic against the wall this is but, bullshit <laughs> but yeah i just like this book every time fuck fuck me man fuck me two thumbs up if i had more thumbs i would give it all the thumbs Here, i have add mine we've got four thumbs <laughs> they're way up uh but yeah it's just i it's so easy to sell this book to people too like anytime I start oh, talking yeah. about it at the shop, like if people are like, "Oh, what horror book should I read?" It's like, okay, this is very uneasy. <laughs> yeah, read this, this. If if you want your skin to fucking crawl, here you go. You thought this was <laughs> fake? Read this. Yeah, yeah. This will make you question everything. <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> no we love you please yeah. never stop making comics you're no, great at it I will be. I will hate you if you stop this
1: is what's the furthest place from here this is issue number 3 this is a Matthew Rosenberg Tyler Boss joint with who knows the colors or the lettering uh, Hassan Otsmani I, I'm so sorry I butchered that um, Hassan does the lettering I don't want to destroy the last name again so pretend I didn't say it the first time uh, oh,
0: the colors in this book are so good. I know, I know. Uh, this book is great. I, I really do like it. I like the dynamic between all of the characters. They get to basically uh, an old folks home. They think it's empty I absolutely lost my mind. Yeah, like I was,
1: I was laughing so hard from this. The yeah, the group makes it to an old folks' home where uh, another group is already living there, um, existing
0: and. Um, I didn't laugh when this happened. This shit was wild. Fuck no.
1: No, I just laughed when they first like show up and it's these young kids dressed as old people. Like they shaved their heads and they were like, no, we decided we're old now. So that's what we are.
0: Yeah. And it shows them. I cannot. I cannot
1: believe this. It is a
0: really good story. I I like the. I just, like, I can't quite figure out what's going on, Mm -hmm. and that's what I think I like about it the most, is because it's, like, it it gives you the pieces in a way that, like, it's not like you're fucking blind to it, or you don't understand it, but it's just... Like, they know no adults exist in this world.
1: But we don't. Like, yeah. we don't know why. Like, why are they not there? Like, why have they never
0: seen a grown-up in their lives? Like, why why did this and, happen? And then there's this one, like, all of the adults we have seen or the people who are coming into adulthood are also getting, like, really sick. Yeah. And then there's, like, the strangers who are, like, these weird, like, adult-type creatures who are involved yeah. with, like, everything that's happening. It is... I, it's very strange. Yeah. It's, like, a
1: weird nuclear post apocalyptic world with children gangs but none of it makes sense
0: <laughs> like i love it i love the mystery of it yeah i love that i love yeah i love the art i love i love the story it's such a good i don't know i was excited about it in the first place but it's just been a lot of fun mm-hmm. and if i ever get those records i will I'll be even happier. One day. <laughs> one day. One day we'll get them. Um, Adele, Adele, I'm mad at you. I Adele, you piece <laughs> of shit with your
1: sad ass music. No one wants that. Not apparently like 34,000 people wanted that. But didn't she like print like a million, over a million? Like, And I doubt yeah. they were all bought. That's why I said that. Because I bet that's just as many as were bought. But anyway. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being bitter because I wanted my fucking record two
0: songs on it. You couldn't like let us have just two songs? So yeah, Adele, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but please don't do that again to us. You don't need to use
1: that much vinyl. There's a shortage on everything. Though. A majority of your listeners are, you know, well, I guess that's that's a lie. A majority of your listeners are people in their 30s who do collect
0: vinyl. Yeah. So I get it <laughs> cuz they don't I fucking get it. They're sad ass adults as we're like talking about collecting vinyl with a comic book. Yeah, but it's different. It's different, dude. <laughs> I'm different.
1: All right, I'm going to talk about this one. This is Odin's Eye. This is the last issue. Um, this is Bad Idea. It's their their story. I did not read the story at the end because I did not care about it. But basically, um, the main character, Solvig is being spoken to by Odin. Uh, so her goal is to figure out what happened to his eye, which contains the knowledge that she needs He's, she's trying to get it back to him. She has the help of two of her friends. Well, one of her friends and one of them was a man that she had escaped from a previous cult with who makes it mm-hmm. his his life to protect her because he feels like he needs to. Um, I loved this ending because it was so open. Like there was no real conclusion to it. All right. um, she is visited by... Odin's daughters who are Valkyrie. And they one of them is like, you know what? I like your spirit. I'm going to help you. And they just kind of leave together. There's more to it, obviously. But I just... I loved that because she doesn't know. Like, she doesn't know. She thinks it's hopeless, but she's going to help them anyway. Yeah. And, yeah, she saves her life. And they all leave together on their little horses and their Mm -hmm. boat. I just thought it was very cute. Yeah. I thought it was... I just yeah i just really love how it ended
0: well good yeah
1: it says gods do not care about the small details of being human the gods only want blood and sacrifice i just i just thought the ending was really good the story itself was shockingly good it was so good it's probably one of the best stories that i've ever read and it's just because it was like it was very violent um and there was the the plot was just very intricate but like i said it just kind of ended on this weird like oh you get to decide kind of like what happens mm-hmm. because there Those is are my favorite type of
0: ending yeah cuz
1: there is not necessarily a happy ending like a, a character dies like they their mission was not completed
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's just very much like all right what now yeah i just i thought it was really really good oh, and for God. a bad idea book who i've i've enjoyed several others but not to this extent
0: all right, dude. Yeah, that makes me happy for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, so now I have the Good Asian. This is issue number eight. Uh, I do not think this is a book to sleep on. I know it's only going to be ten issues. We talk about that in the end. So that was nice. Um, this issue is so wildly different from all of the other issues uh, because you're not necessarily following the same characters but it is so good. This was, I read this this morning or last night Mm -hmm. and it was really interesting. It's a really good mystery. The way the mystery is put together is really good. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it because it is like almost done, but if you like detective stories, I think it's worth it. I think the art is so, so good (sighs) I don't I don't know how to describe it because it is it is it is a detective story that's like straight up Mm -hmm. it's just a detective noir story but it's also dealing with things that nor things that have happened in the past that are real and this like particular issue um he the author talks about it in the end about how like this is the first issue where he's kind of strayed from history like and things that have not actually happened because Mm -hmm. he wanted to I don't know because of things that are going on currently kind of know to talk about like this stuff. So he inserted it into this story and his editor was like, Hey, I think you have more to say. Like, do you want, do you need an extra issue basically? And mm-hmm. he was like, well, yeah, dude, let me try it. Give yeah. it to me. So yeah, I just, it is so good. And I don't, I don't want to ruin it for anyone. And I think if we ever, ever talk about our like co- top comics of last year, like I'd probably get more into it, but a+. Plus. Okay. I love that story. Good. It's weird. Yeah. Very yeah. weird detective story. Weird, weird detective story. Um, okay, so now we have Rain. This is issue number one. This is a Joe Hill story. Uh, yeah, this is actually based off of a Joe Hill prose. It's adapted by David Buher and the art is by Zoe Thoroughgood, and the colors are by Chris O-Hollarian, Um and Sean Lee does the letters. I, I sold a lot of this book last week because I loved this book. I had completely, I didn't, I don't think I read the solicit for this book. I think I just like straight up added it to my profile without yeah. even caring. And so when I read it, I went into it very, very blind and I was absolutely blown away. Um, I've always loved, so there goods art, um, since I started following her, like two years ago mm-hmm. um, three years ago or so. And the art in this is so I don't I think it's the colors as well, but like it's a little bit like it's her style, but it's also different. And I like it. I, I don't know it the art is beautiful, the colors are beautiful. the story is beautiful as well. like the way it's like written is very fluid and you're very drawn to the main character like right away right um so the
1: premise yeah go ahead
0: um (laughs) i don't know i don't want to talk about the premise because i think you should just go into it blind but
1: yeah no i'm not i'm not gonna say (laughs) much
0: about it but it's
1: um you know what no yeah you're right we're not gonna say anything about it it. it's just it is it's a love
0: story yes um or it is about love.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't necessarily say a love story, but it is just a story about love. Um and
0: about things being taken away from you. Mm hmm mm-hmm. Um I guess a little interesting thing about this book, besides all the dumb stuff I just said uh, is that this is kind of the beginning of a new publishing company. Mhm. Um what is this called sister
1: i can't i can't pronounce it
0: syzygy 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 um and i think it'll be i'm really excited because they did a nice little like backstory Mm -hmm. that's going to be part of their publishing company too or at least just like a little little bit and i thought that was cool i really like the little back matter Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm excited to see what more they put out. So it's gonna you, be very interesting. Yeah. So if you want us to read your stuff, we'll email you, and or you can email us talk comics to me six 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 at gmail.com. I
1: forget <laughs> that's our email. That's
0: so good. Um, we will review your books and whatever you put out because love I, I love the shit out of that. Yeah. So <laughs> you did it. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all we have for our favorites last week. Um, Rain is probably my number one for, like, anyone to pick up out of all of the stuff we talked about tonight.
1: Yeah, mine too, probably.
0: Even last week's books. Yeah. Like, that and Department of Truth, probably, like,
1: yeah.
0: right up there. Like, Bolero's. was great. was good, grin. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Primordial. Yeah. yeah. No, we had
0: some good books the last couple weeks, and they're only going to get better because we love comics. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have. So thank you for listening Go support your local comic book shops. Go support your local libraries. Take care of your friends. Do good things.
1: Love each other.
0: Anything else? Nope. All right. we well, got nothing. We'll see you on the flippity flip. Bye. <laughs>